back to Forensic Friends. I am your host, Shelly, and I am here with my forensically fascinated friend, Natalie. Hello, hello. I don't know why every time I say your name in the intro, it sounds like that. I don't think I've ever, like, when I say Natalie, I just say Natalie, but when I introduce you, it has to be Natalie. <laughs> I mean, I think that's something that I really become conscious of when I have to say my own name in, like, a recording setting. But, like, honestly, no one says Natalie properly in the U.S., at least. What do you mean? How hard is it to pronounce Natalie? Well, like, no one ever pronounces the T. Natalie? No, but, like, Do no they say Natalie? It it's, that's what I'm saying. No one says that. <laughs> so, honestly... But remember how how I judged you for the way you said Toronto. <laughs> I don't understand why it's not Toronto. Okay, it's not that hard. <laughs> Toronto. Now, Natalie. I have never heard it said that way in my whole life. What? I, and Natalie? obviously, my no Toronto. Toronto. No, Just, see, you have to <laughs> say it in the laziest way possible. Like, like I said, some some people pronounce it Toronto. Toronto. I'm like, Toronto. You are literally skipping vowels there, but okay. Syllables gone. Yeeted the syllables out of everywhere. That's probably why Canadian French is so annoying to French people too. Oh, do they eat other syllables out of French too? Yeah. Equal treatment, I guess. Yeah. Like, I mean, when I learned French, it was like proper normal French so I didn't realize but one of my French teachers was like yeah like Canadian French is actually really weird sounding like you start slurring words together and stuff which is weird because French has words slurred anyway I think it's more I don't think like I don't know because when I was in Quebec like, even hearing people speak French, it kind of sounds normal to me. But I'm also not paying close enough attention to chat, try and listen to what they're saying. So maybe there are slurred words together. But, like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just for me. Because, like, oh, God, I forgot what it's called. Is it Elise or something? Where it's, like, literally the words are connected. Anyway. I don't know. A portmanteau. <laughs> I don't think that's it. Um, <laughs> that just reminds me of this joke I heard in English class, like in high school in one of the, the grades. It's like this guy was going to university and like his he was inviting his roommate to the pub. And his roommate was like, sure, let's go. So they go. And it's just a bunch of nerds, like English nerds. And, and the roommate's like... I thought we were going to the pub. And he goes, yeah, we are. The Portmanteau Club. Because if you squish portmanteau and club, it becomes a pub. If you turn portmanteau club into a portmanteau, it becomes pub. No, it's not acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> I... <laughs> no. Yes. It's the dad, daddest of dad jokes. The most dad jokes. The most dad jokes. The worst dad jokes are the best dad jokes. So therefore, that was the best dad joke. Sure. (laughs) 
or we can throw in a science dad joke if if we want to keep in theme with the podcast. Oh yeah, do it. <laughs> so, oh crap! What was the guy's name? It's not Schrodinger. I'm gonna I'm, cut this part out. <laughs> how am I gonna know? All I know is it's not Schrodinger. A guy who's not Schrodinger. Is it Heisenberg? I think it was Heisenberg. Are you sure it's Heisenberg? Did he yeah. uh, formulate meth? Wrong. That's the wrong Heisenberg. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so Heisenberg was speeding down the highway, gets pulled over by a cop. Because I'm in Canada, we'll say it was the OPP. Okay. Cop, cop goes, sir, have you any idea how fast you're going? Heisenberg goes, no, but I know where I am. <laughs> <laughs> silence <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Heisenberg because he was the one who came up he, he's in quantum um, are you mechanics talking about, are you talking about once you see it it's there but if it's unknown nothing really exists no that's that's Schrodinger okay that's what I thought no I think Heisenberg was the one who's like the movement of electrons you know how if you know how fast it's going you don't know where it actually is and vice versa uh, if you know where where the electron is like what ring it's in then you don't know its speed yeah i'm pretty sure it was heisenberg i haven't heard that one i do know schrodinger's cat though yeah and i i have i have a dirty science joke god what Oh, wait, I have several. <laughs> Should we go there? Is this delirium? What is happening? This, I think this is delirium. It's. I was telling Natalie, somehow on the same day, we had two people call in sick and one person who got into a car accident. So we are down three technicians in the lab. Ridiculous. And yeah, it's it's been it's been a little crazy. I've been a little crazy. Well, how about we get into something fun? Okay. That sounds <laughs> like a plan. So we have kind of mentioned other kinds of like uh, phrenology type things. Yeah. When we were talking about phrenology, I heard about face reading actually from a Korean drama and I looked it up today to see when it came out so I could reference it. And I realized that I'm old. Uh, you just realized this oh i forget (laughs) you ever have that moment where you're like oh yeah i love this movie wait when was this movie made you look it up and you're like oh god i was like 12 was it it tale of two sisters oh my god yes that's an old movie does that not not surprise you i I went to look it up and I was like, what the fuck? This is like, yes, like three years ago. I probably should not have watched it when I did because I was a literal child. Oh, no. <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. I'm I'm everything. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm everything fine. Everything's Great. fine. Look. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> is everything fine? I, I English good. Great. I heard about uh, face reading from a drama called The King's Face. Let me guess what it's about. Is it about the king's face? 
Yes. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I really liked this drama and it came out in 2014. That wasn't that long ago. No, not that long ago, but I thought this was a more recent movie. I mean, it is six years ago. Yeah, I say it's not that long ago because that was when I graduated university. I'm like, that wasn't long ago at all. Uh, <laughs> no. Well, if anyone wants to see how serious this was, or in some cases, at least historically, it'd be really interesting to watch. I love the show. Again, <laughs> if you here's like a small synopsis. The drama series follows a life of Prince Guanghe. Even though he is a child of a concubine, he becomes the crown prince. For the next 16 years, until he becomes the king, Prince Guanghe suffers through dethronement and death threats. It's a weird summary. Using physiognomy as a weapon, he is able to become the king. This is the worst synopsis. Sorry, physio what? Okay, so this word is hard for me to pronounce because I don't know where in the world the emphasis is supposed to go, but... <laughs> Phrenology is fine. I understand phrenology, like, as a word. Yes. This this is P-H-Y-S-I-O-G-N-O-M-Y. And I'm like, I have no idea how this word flows. Wait, hold on. P-H, so physio. Yeah, it's physio and then nomi, I think. Yeah, G-N-O-M-Y. Physionomy. Physionomy? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. A person's facial features or expression, especially when regarded as indicative of character or ethnic origin. Oh, God. According I to... Hate. Can we retire the word ethnic? I'm just saying. Because, like, everything <laughs> is ethnic. You can't have a cultural thing that's not ethnic. It's it's impossible. I, I don't like it. Wait. But, like, in what way are you talking about the word ethnic? Okay. I, just, I... I think it's because recently I have encountered... In- and then I had talked about this person who, like, sees ethnic as anything that's not white. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. I yeah. don't like that. But, no. Eth- ethnic origin, like, I, know I think that fine. just means race, right? It just means you ethnicity. like Yeah. So, like, essentially your race. Yeah. It, it's yeah. not... <sighs> no, I don't, I don't like it when people are, like, ethnic names. And I'm like... Oh, no, this was as if food, like as in, oh. hey, what kind of food do you want to eat? Uh, I don't know, something ethnic. So every, all food then. Every time I see that, I just read it as Ethiopian for some reason. <laughs> I think it's because I've been wanting to try Ethiopian cuisine. So when I just see ethnic food in my mind, it just translates like the e- E-T-H just, just continues on to a different word. <laughs> I don't know. I... I'm, I'm literally about to play how to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, I need that. In American English. Physiognomy. Physiognomy. I... In British what? English. Physiognomy. Physi- physiognomy. Physiognomy. In Australian English. Physiognomy. No, I pronounced it right. Phys- yeah, you did. But the the video was... In American, they're like American English. They said Amer- it was. It was in American. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's because how that's how they said it in the video. They go in American. It's physiognomy. I'm like, oh god. And then in British, it's physiognomy. So basically, we are ridiculous once again. Yeah, when I see 
G-N together. It's like gnome. You don't say gnome. Uh, I, I sorry, no. America. <laughs> I don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. <laughs> in life with, as you are so you can develop together. I'm six years okay, older sorry, than her. Not sorry. For, for editing reference, you're going to hear a slight bit of a YouTube video because I forgot that my computer, it down, the app records all sound in my computer. So I got it. Someone commented, I mean, replied to a comment that I made and I went to click on it. So the video started playing. Like, don't freak out if you hear some dude's voice out of nowhere. <laughs> like, who is that? Who is this strange man in your room? <laughs> and why is he so sound so close to the mic? <laughs> Just comes in a whisper. Physiognomy. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, now that we've established the fact that I barely know how to speak English. I don't yeah. think that was ever in dispute. I anyway <laughs> i have no defense for myself it's okay i don't either wait no i do english is my third language that's my defense <laughs> i speak some other languages the end <laughs> i know an annoying amount of too many languages and only annoying because it's like surface level yeah no it's I not know, enough I to function mean. I barely remember Japanese and I took it for four years. So, you know, there's that. <laughs> anyway, something I can, why I can read Korean better than I can, or at least Hangul is better than English. I don't know. Maybe it's because pure vowels and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So English, is, always sounds English is a dumb language. Let's be honest. Truly, truly it is. So, yeah. Uh, if you heard, if we leave it in, the synopsis for the plot of uh, The King's Face, this is a bad synopsis. Don't go off of that. It's really interesting. And I'm <laughs> definitely going to have to rewatch it. I just forgot how much I really loved this show. I don't know if I called it a movie. It's, there's a so, movie. And so. So the premise of the show is the dude uses stuff about his face to become king? Yes and no. I remember the crown print or like the other heirs to the king have specific traits that they link to their face. So like this person is devious and okay. Yeah. So like there's a person who like a scholar who it's uh, specializes in the face reading and Kwangki. Bonghe, um, the prince, I believe, was taught by him. And okay. I'm pretty sure that the face reader kind of backs the prince because he also believes that he would be the better king. So it's a lot of intrigue. And just basically, all of them have flaws related to their face and different reasons why people back them. So He's backed mm -hmm. by the scholar because obviously his face traits um, indicate a lot of uh, positive characteristics. He, he has a hunting. good face. Yeah, he has a good <laughs> face. But like I, the king's face is different than everyone else's. 
for some reason. Okay. From, from what I remember, like there's, it's not different. It's just, it has a specific balance of very specific traits. Okay. Like there's an, I just uh, kind of like a beauty standard. There's, there's an ideal king's face. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I'm following ish. Okay. So for example, a king who has a blemish on his face, or like a mole in a certain area of his face, let's say, for example, would make him a very power hungry king. So you can expect. Okay. Yeah. So you can expect that how he kind of behaves or like one of them who's very hot tempered. So you can expect a king to start a lot of wars or something. Yeah, it's like how my mom says my little birthmark on my face means either I'm very vain or I like to eat. I think I'm leaning more towards I like to eat because honestly, other than my lash extensions, all other forms of vanity and self-care have gone down the drain. Oh my god. (laughs) My friend and I, we... Uh, my friend who was in New Orleans, we were at a restaurant one time and this woman offered to read our faces and our palms. Hmm. She told us both that we have money attracting faces and <laughs> here we are 10 years later and I'm just like, where? Can I have a money attracting face? But where though? <laughs> <laughs> where is my money attraction? I think, excuse me. I got you. It skipped out. <laughs> It's just one, I, f- I feel like that was definitely one of those, like, this is what you want to hear <laughs> situations. I don't know. She also she also told me that I was going to have two boys and my best friend, she was going to have two girls. And again, oh, no. again, I would just like to go back and be like, I don't have a uterus. <laughs> Excuse me. You promised me children and I don't have a uterus. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm well aware that's the only way you get children. But like, rude. Anyway. What if what if you end up adopting two boys? Oh, I mean, I guess I don't know. <laughs> it's not something we're not doing. But we had a joke for a really long time that yeah. my boys are going to marry her girls. Of course, yes. That was also the arrangement my mom had with her best friend. Oh my gosh! Of course, and of How's course, you know. Well, I mean, her best friend lives in Australia and did indeed have a son, but like we've met once and it was awkward because my mom told me that before i met him (laughs) maybe she's trying to get you married off of course she's trying to get me to marry off is that has been the running thing for the last three years i mean you are getting very old your eggs are gonna dry out i i wish they would dry out faster to be completely honest but i mean (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, that that's how that movie works. I don't know. It's really good. And obviously, I don't remember all of it, but I do remember something in there. So I ha- I'm kind of very hesitant to, I'm very hesitant to talk about where it comes from, because historically, if we look back at China, Mm-hmm. Kind of, the motherland. Yeah. My it, motherland, technically. At least in the case of Korea, 
there was a very long, long period of time where China was responsible for who got to be in charge, like who got to be the king in Korea. Mm-hmm. You had to have Chinese support. So as far as medicine goes, there are a lot of things that are called Chinese medicine. And mm-hmm. I feel really uncomfortable kind of saying Chinese medicine just because there were so many countries that were under China that at my level of knowledge, I don't know if it necessarily all this knowledge just comes from China. I don't think it does. Yeah, well, I think... Does that make sense? I think also, like, generally speaking, when white people think... Uh, the mystical Far East, like China. China is literally the biggest, like by population yeah. and landmass. So, but also like, yeah, you know, like I, I feel like it was only in recently that other East Asian countries were really acknowledged. I mean, <laughs> like, really, it is like when you say, recent. like I've always. Even even in high school, I'd always say like Lunar New Year instead of Chinese New Year because I'm like I know other people celebrate it too. Like mm. it, it's a new year for the new lunar cycle. It's not just the Chinese New Year, but you know, again, like white people when they think Asia, they just think Chinese. Yeah, but like in Chinese medicine, it's all a lot of the um, languages in Chinese or the terminology is in Chinese, which again, I don't think is very fair because a lot of the smaller Asian countries, they had their different languages, but for a mm-hmm. long, 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 long time, all co- correspondence, political things, all books were in Chinese. So you, as an educated person, had to speak and yeah. be able to read Chinese. And then they're like, you know, blends into their own written language. Like what Japanese has, is it? Kanji. Yeah. It has that, and then there's the same thing in Korean as well. I think Korean so, is literally hanji. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me. So I don't, I'm just going to say it's Chinese in origin, but I'm, yeah, there are other cultural factors in there. That's not to discredit China or anything like that. It's just that sketch <laughs> as a chinese person can i like allow you to discredit china is that <laughs> is that going to get me hate i don't know i don't know guys i don't who's if you're listening from china hi if you're not <laughs> <laughs> if you're i don't not, think we I, all I, know that this is a, like i don't think the podcast is i know <laughs> accessible in china just because it's marked as explicit Oh, yeah. And I think Apple in China censors all explicit, like explicitly tagged podcasts. So unless someone's listening through like a VPN, which honestly, like I, that would surprise me if someone goes through that trouble just to listen to our podcast. But well, (laughs) I think everyone should have VPN if you you can. And then, you know, they might happen to find us if they do. But (laughs) so... (laughs) All of this, I know I'm speaking really carefully, but like this is because I would want someone to speak carefully if we were talking about like American history and things like that. So just to be less careful because I can't, I can't give that kind of uh, what's it, intro or what it was what I want information. No, <laughs> like warning. I don't know. I can't give that warning 
before everything I say. So I am going to call it Chinese, even okay. though I was introduced to it as a Korean practice. Uh, so it's about this, the same level of, no, that's not, mm, it's very similar to phrenology. Okay. And I'm saying that as far as like one area being one small area being used to interpret a very wide and vast amount of information. Okay. But yeah. physiognomy is a much older practice. Sorry, did you get really quiet on purpose because you couldn't pronounce it? Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Call me out. It's cool. I can't, I can't spell. I can't speak. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> anyway, so I don't know if anyone knows Chinese medicine, but it is very involved, like very, yeah. very complex. And that might seem stupid when we're talking about science, but like, I feel like it's way more, there are so many more components than Western medicine because it does take into effect like spiritual and like chi. I don't know if that quantify that as spiritual but there's just a lot that comes into it yeah i think that still counts as spiritual it's like similar idea to chakra right right yeah some people would say that is medicine as well so uh traditional medicine i suppose in this case but it's actually kind of i mean everything like this is interesting to me but <laughs> <laughs> Brief rundown ones. It is called Guansung in Korean. I don't know what it's called when it comes to Chinese, but even beyond facial features, it's uh, it also reads things like posture, body language, tone of voice, and facial expressions to assess a lot of the other things. Very interestingly, we all I think have heard of plastic surgery in conjunction with Korea and that actually has some kind of effect. So there are plastic surgeons who suggest altering features to alter someone's destiny. Hmm. That's kind of interesting because I remember when we went to China, this was like 12 years ago, and they took us to like one of those kind of spiritual fortune tellery type mm. places as part of the tour and they did like it wasn't face reading it was like name reading or something oh interesting yeah and they were like you know trying to interpret what our names would mean and and it was kind of silly because like they looked at my dad's name and and they were like oh you're gonna have a very difficult like hard life and i'm like bitch <laughs> we we live in upper middle class white suburbia like relatively speaking i mean i'm like you know everyone has their own stuff right. but like but wait didn't your parents have a little bit of a hard life when they were young oh yeah no yeah. but they said like in the few like you will oh. have yeah it wasn't like you've had a hard life which is also pretty easy to tell just because like we're chinese viet in canada yeah like, they knew this <laughs> tour was full of like people from uh, Canada and, and America so it's like you can kind of guess that stuff right Fair but enough. no they were like 
you will have a difficult time ahead of you and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, first of all, not a very nice thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I I have seen a few people go to traditional fortune tellers and whether it's in China or Korea, they can be brutal and they <laughs> not mince words, which is yeah. a lot of cultural. Yeah. We're very pragmatic people. I find it's well Chinese. I I can't really speak for uh, Korea or Japan or anywhere else, but I we do don't beat around the bush. Yeah, I think it's pretty similar across the board. That's a very... I think Japan likes beating around the bush. Yes, because as far as I've seen, I remember when we learned Japanese, like the the way we were taught to ask questions was kind of in like a negative because culturally. This is the explanation from my teacher, but like they don't like being direct at a problem. So instead of saying oh. like, do you like this? You would say like, do you not like this? What? Yeah, it's it's weird. I, I just remember this was a long time ago, though. But like, yeah, it the, the phrasing of asking question like colloquially, you could ask or like, mm. you know, you could technically ask it directly. But culturally and colloquially, you probably wouldn't. It would be like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a specific question to ask that I can remember the <laughs> Japanese for, but it's been so long. It's like, hold on. Give me one <laughs> second. It's going to bother me, so. Yeah. Okay. So like, just because for some reason this word popped into my head, but the word arimas is like, there exists or there is, right? So it's like the example I see here is honga arimas, which is there is a book. Arimasen means there is no book. Sen is the negative. So instead of asking like honga arimaska, which is do you have the book? Yeah. They would ask honga arimasenka, which is do you not have the book? Yeah. Which is like it's weird. Yeah. And this is encroaching on one of those really annoying language areas for me where I know what you're saying, but I don't know why I know what you're saying, and I cannot make a sentence back. <laughs> me with just about everything but English and Chinese or Cantonese. <laughs> it's like I can, you can speak French to me, and I will probably understand you if you speak slowly enough. Yeah. Am I going to be able to respond? Give me some time. <laughs> Japanese, <laughs> Japanese, same thing. Yeah, like I... And especially with Vietnamese, too, because I heard it growing up more than used it. So anyway. Yeah, well. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that is time. I don't know where we were. I don't think we got very far, but. No, um, <laughs> I have no idea what we were talking about. All I know is I got to in my notes when I was talking about things like body language and tone of voice. Mm-hmm. Being a factor as well. Oh, yeah, because you were saying you went to someone and. Oh, the name reading thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't know how it just, like, devolved from there, but. <laughs> I don't either, but who, how do we even track how we get on tangents? The only thing that we know for sure is that we will get on tangents. Yes, so. there is only one certainty. So, first kind of breakdown of face reading I'm, just, I'm not going to say that word anymore because it takes so much effort <laughs> to make sure I'm going to say it and I feel so stupid every time I come up to it you know oh. what it is <laughs> anyway so 
The three major wow, no, I can't speak at all. The three major areas of the face are it, weird to me a little bit, but it kind of makes sense. The eyebrows, so like the forehead down to the eyebrows, is considered heaven, and it's associated with the earlier years of earlier years of someone's life. The middle section of the face, from the eyebrows down to the base of the nose, is called human. And it's associated with the middle years of life. And the lower section from the base of the nose to the bottom of the face is termed earth and is concerned with old age. Huh. Yeah. I don't know if this is like a translation thing, but it just, the, the names heaven, human, and earth seem very weird to me in the scope of what they're supposed to indicate. Yeah, because, like, I guess not geographically, but geographically kind of makes sense, right? Because, like, you have high, middle, low. Yeah. So high, like, heaven is supposed to be high up, and then you got the peeps, the people. <laughs> and then, and the, then the people stand on the earth. Yeah, see, that makes sense, but it doesn't really make sense as far as early years of life. Middle yeah. years of life, old Which, age. It makes sense it on its. It makes sense on its own. Yeah, in a way, because it's just chronological. But yeah, the, I. Meh. <laughs> That's. I think that might be a translation thing, but at least to me, it seems like it should be opposite. But. That's what you get for trying to put a Western lens over an Eastern practice. Well, <laughs> actually, now that you mention, it does kind of make sense because, um, in like a lot of East Asian folklore, you know, the idea of heaven and hell is, is a little different than... Yeah. Like, hell isn't necessarily all evil and bad. Like, you do have, like, an actual hell hell where, you know, the bad souls go and get their punishment or whatever, but then Severe you have... Severe punishment, by the way. There is a very graphic walkthrough of Chinese hell in Singapore. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I also... I'm a travel agent now. So <laughs> <laughs> you really need to go in Singapore and see it. It is like life size. And everyone I've ever seen talk about the Chinese hell is or like the display is like, this is the most traumatic thing I've ever seen. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's like a park. That sounds really fun. That totally sounds like something I would enjoy, and I don't mean that sarcastically. Oh, I want to go. Really badly, I want to go. But yeah, like, like in when when people pass away, like I think the idea is the souls reside in this netherworld, like literally mm -hmm. an underworld. So Earth kind of makes sense for old age because it's like oh, you're yeah. you're getting you're getting there. You're gonna end up down there. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Yeah. In that case, I can kind of see it. But any part of the face, it's scarred, or if you have any moles, or if birthmarks, things like that, in any of those areas can be influential in, or kind of indicative of either your future or like a health condition. Okay. The health condition one is kind of like, well, I mean, depends on what it actually is. <laughs> well like if you have like melanoma <laughs> i don't know your kidney's weak 
so have it the the base basic kind of tenets of it are I'll do like positive negative like good or bad so in the heaven area of your face it's good or your future is good if the area is clean clear and well defined I don't know what that means at all as far as clean clear and well defined I don't know what's supposed to be defined like I think I'm assuming clear as in no marks it's no pimples. More symmetrical or is more symmetrical. Well defined. I want to say if it's like you have a very prominent brow ridge or like you just have a big forehead because I apparently, according to my mother, have a Buddha forehead. Oh, is that the, the wide forehead? It's good, right? Yeah, she said I have a wide forehead, but she doesn't mean it's good. She just means I have a wide forehead. Oh. Because she's my isn't mother a and Buddha... she's Asian. <laughs> But isn't a Buddha forehead supposed to be like a good fortunate, like a fortunate thing? Yeah, but she was also making fun of the way I look. Well, well thanks. Or cone head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means, so. <laughs> <sighs> uh, we'll have yeah. to look at that chart again and see what area, what bump that coordinates with. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and then so it's bad in the heaven area if you have scarring dense like I said if you have good like a good heaven area it says that you'll have a good start in life with good parents and a good education so yeah if it's bad or you have anything going wrong in there it could indicate like you're going to be poor and have bad education you're going to have a really hard childhood is all see I have a little dent in my forehead like my mom says I have a big forehead but I do I notice that I do have like a little shadow sometimes like Mm, in pictures I do see I do see like a little it's like a little dent I don't really know what it is it's not that noticeable but only I notice it um because is it on the left or the right that's kind of in the middle okay it's either my it's either my third eye or (laughs) or I'm reacting to, to something uh, that you're, you've already said that it talks about my the reference that I have. Third eye? No. Just, just buckle up. <laughs> okay. So when you're talking about bad things in this area, it, it's worse for a guy if he has dis- disfigurements on the left while for women... If the disfigurement is on the right, it's a lot worse. So anything okay. on that area is bad, but it's way worse if it's on the right side, if you're a woman. Uh, and wide foreheads are generally considered beneficial, like I thought. But in a woman, uh-huh. <laughs> wide forehead suggests poor personal relationships. Well, I mean, <laughs> ouch, <laughs> but... So I can. So next time, next time my mom asks why I'm still single. <laughs> we can fix it with bangs. No, <laughs> you can fix it with you know surgical alteration of your hairline, or you can tattoo your hairline. But I don't have a high hairline. I just have a big forehead. (laughs) You can still, have you seen the, you can do, it's not threading, microblading on your hairline. That is interesting. And 
Le- well, I mean, I have bangs now, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, it does matter if you want to change your fortune. But that's associated with childhood, <laughs> and my childhood is long gone. Oh my god. Well, let's hopefully we'll find some good parts in the human. So it's good if the middle section is, again, kind of the same things. Well-defined, no marks or anything like that. What does well-defined mean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I do know that, uh, like, from the show, they show a lot of, like, ancient texts. And there are very specific categories that people's faces and their features in particular fall into. So these things that I'm reading are very, very mm, vague. But I do know that it can get extremely specific. Like yeah, I can, I can imagine. Yeah, there are <laughs> terms for different kinds of eyebrows, terms for uh, caterpillars, nineties pencil, oh. super fleek. <laughs> Sperm brows are my favorite. Oh no, I hate them. I'm sorry if you have sperm brows. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you like were born with sperm brows, then I'm sorry. If you Who's born plucked... with sperm brows, it is plucked or threaded. Someone is doing that to themselves. <laughs> having it done to them. The only way you get sperm brows. Look, humanity is wonderful and diverse, and I would not want to discount someone who maybe was naturally born with sperm brows. Okay. <laughs> You know, like how some people have a third nipple. I think like Harry Styles has a third nipple. Well, then they're definitely destined for trouble. (laughs) Obviously. I can't tell you what kind of trouble, but they are in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're human, part of your head is, you know, those things. Great. It is. That your life, it indicates your life will be happy and productive and your relationships will be great. You'll have success in your career, money, happiness. So what if, so like, does this also include like nose shape and size? Yes. So what does a pug nose mean? The what nose? A pug nose. My nose. Oh my God. Uh, Some people would call it a cute button nose, but let's call it what it is. It's a pug nose. I'm trying not to talk while I type because it is going to record the typey sound. It's really fucking annoying. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. I might actually have an article. Oh, about my pug nose? <laughs> no. <laughs> just like some brief. Oh, God. We're going to have to do it. So just like we're doing the physiognomy, we're, we got to do the eyebrows and shit. This is hilarious. I mean, this is interesting. <laughs> oh, I see how it is. <laughs> I mean, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> okay, so I don't know if what's it gonna say? Okay, <laughs> a oh, fleshy no. nose. A what? A fleshy nose. <laughs> a I'm sorry. A what? I don't know. Fleshy. Flushy or flashy? F L E S H Y. Fleshy. Oh, fleshy. Yeah. Okay. A big and fleshy 
rather than sharp and bony nose is better as it belongs to the kind and tolerant people who often get help from others and can can save money. So I think that your nose is more fleshy and so is mine. <laughs> A straight nose. Okay. <laughs> people, people with straight noses are independent, never follow blindly, can stick to their own opinions and have a, the leadership. Okay. Have the leadership. Yeah. Thus, <laughs> more likely to get that. Oh God, this translate. Okay, this is rough. Thus, more likely <laughs> to get to get venture success, provided that the size of the face and the nose is well matched. A big nose on a small face is just like an isolated peak, which suggests a humble life. what about a small nose on a big face because i think that's my problem (laughs) (laughs) arranged and inverted oh rounded and and inverted nose wings so what is the wings again it's not your your, nostrils it's the side of your nostrils okay okay your nares Rounded and fleshy nose wings suggest what? <laughs> Just the word fleshy. I I don't I don't know what to do with that. I feel like it's the new moist. Maybe like fleshy just sounds so wrong. <laughs> I I'm telling you, if this is a translation thing. It has to be. But the the people with rounded and inter introverted nose wings introverted yeah i don't inverted might have been yeah that makes more sense introverted i'm i swear i am not saying the wrong word people who are listening i'm literally looking for where it says introverted okay it says the nose wings are (laughs) the nose wings are just like two guards watching the well the rounded and introverted wings suggest the efficient guards and the substantial deposit despite the average luck for wealth and good. <laughs> oh no um if you have invisible nostrils what the fuck how I do you have know. invisible nostrils i don't know it says nostrils represent the courage of making money Okay. okay. The bigger the nostrils, the more courage a person will have. Those with invisible nostrils can keep money. Okay. Like I wonder if they mean like reckless with your money. Maybe. Like they're more brash or they're more courageous, so like they're okay spending money if you have bigger nostrils. Maybe. Are my nostrils big? <laughs> right see this is the thing though this is this practice is developed with east asian cases so so we're talking in relatives yeah so, but by these standards i think it's pretty valid to evaluate both of our faces because while i am not asian we do share ancestry yeah so is like, my-, my nose is would be that if i were to look up these traditional physiognomy um, charts then my facial features at least in some areas will line up i don't know how i feel like i i have a small nose even by asian standards but that could just i don't know 
Well, I know that it's just as far as evaluation purposes that it would be valid, I guess. And also, I looked up physiognomy on Pinterest and I am looking at the weirdest pictures. Oh my god, I'm sure. Um, let me just send you one just because oh like what even is this? <laughs> I am so concerned. Well, while you send that, if you have a wide and high root of your nose, the root of the nose represents the benefactor and luck for wealth. The is higher... that your septum? No. It's your nose bridge. No, above your nose bridge. So, like where it connects to your forehead? Yeah, the thing I don't have that goes down because my glasses sit on my cheeks. Yeah. Yeah. So what is that one? If it's wide and high. Oh, wait. So it's two different things. So the root, if it's high, which is not for me, this makes sense. The better luck for wealth a person will have. So I don't have one. I'm poor. (laughs) I mean... My si- <laughs> I think that at least two of my siblings have a higher nose root, so that's good for them. Also, <laughs> also it suggests the help from benefactors, leave, yielding twice the result with half the effort and good long, lifelong luck for wealth in truth. I don't know. They said it was under wide, but they didn't say what wide meant necessarily, but the height of your root is your luck for wealth. I guess I'm not very lucky. <laughs> oh, this is where you can definitely tell that this is an East Asian practice. The the color of your nose matters. Yeah, uh, you'll you will understand. Like this will sound like the most you'll you'll understand. <laughs> the bright nose is favorable, and the yellow one suggests good luck for wealth. If the nose tip is gray or dark, it indicates the personal financial losses and disasters. If the nose is red. Wait, sorry, yellow? Yellow? Yeah. Are you sure that's not just jaundice? <laughs> I don't... If your nose looks yellow, if anywhere looks particularly yellow, I'm pretty sure that's jaundice. Well, if you're jaundice, it's not going to show up in your nose first. But it could show up on your nose. <laughs> Eventually. I don't know. But the bright nose is the best one. So, like, the yellow's fine and all, but the with the bright one, though. But what does bright mean? Pale moon skin, I'm assuming. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. It's okay. for If you're listening and you're not Chinese at all, moon skin is not me being racist. Like, it's an actual term for bright faces. Uh, there's a big period of time in China where uh, round moon faces were the beauty standard so like very pale round face yeah moon face yeah (laughs) (laughs) so if the nose is red it suggests disputes financial losses and troubles created by villains i don't have a red nose so yay for me i only do if my hair is tickling my face and i'm getting an allergy reaction (laughs) oh okay this is this is the jaundice i think so if the nose is pally is what? Yeah. Pally. Pally? P-A-L-Y. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It symbolizes the loss of money earned in the liver disease. So, that's I'm that assuming is very specific. Yeah, I I don't know. A big nose with a well matched face, especially the fleshy cheeks, is a good sign. The, the fleshy nose, the fleshy nose with a well matched forehead, cheeks, and jaw, which I guess I'm assuming is like a well balanced face, indicates great fortune. In general, it's not accurate enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wait, so fleshy cheeks is good? Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking as far as like sunken cheeks or people who just have more flat faces. Like they don't have like that area of their face is very flat. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I'm assuming that fleshy means that you don't have like sunken or flat cheeks right there. Yeah, which makes sense. Because it means you have enough food to keep those cheeks chubby. Right. Or and just in general, if you're healthy, because the flat one will just be not as much food. And then mm-hmm. the sunken ones, you're definitely either sick or severely malnourished. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's very interesting. There's definitely. OK, so as far as what I was saying, like there are terms for things. Mm-hmm. A, in Chinese, like. As far as specifically under Chinese medicine, as far as the, the reference I'm reading, the first requirement is uh, for someone to have good luck is a wealthy face is in its symmetry from the right and left side of your face. Okay. So if you have a more symmetrical face, you have more money. Cool. This is one that I've actually heard of, the Prosperity Mountain. Have you heard that? Mm, I don't think so. I don't know how I... I know that... So, when I was in New Orleans, it's a really big Vietnamese population, and the, the temple, one of the Buddhist temples, mm-hmm. I think there was really, honestly, only one, but it was very big. They used to have health fairs because the Vietnamese community wouldn't always go to the doctor, which mm. I think is pretty common in any kind of immigrant community. Yeah, unless the doctor is also an immigrant. Yeah, right. So the temple would host this, and I think most of the doctors were Vietnamese, but I don't know how if that was on purpose or not. But my friend and I would go, and one year when we went, there was a acupuncturist that okay. she knew. And I don't this is probably real bad, but he would, <laughs> he would do the acupuncture, yeah. and then have us go around and twist the needle oh when the needle you don't feel any resistance pull it out no thanks yes so it's fine in the ear it's fine in the face like that feels uncomfortable but they're very small they don't don't go in very far the ones yeah. that go into your lower back, though, into your organs, actually go into your organs. Let's not. Can so we when you twist not? it, it's uncomfortable. And like when you pull it, you have to pull a lot harder because you're pulling a lot of needle out of someone. Uh, a lot of needle. Oh, my God. Well, he didn't, he didn't tell us that. And there was one elderly woman. She's on her stomach. And I went to go take one of the needles out. And so I pulled mm-hmm. it like I was going to pull one of the more shallow ones. And it yeah. didn't come out. And I was like, shit. Because she kind of jumped because I only pulled it halfway out. So, Oh. 
would have been great to tell me, but I knew after that. <laughs> I mean, that's what happens when you let 18-year-old girls, not, not even girls, that's what happens when you let 18-year-olds walk around and take acupuncture needles <laughs> with no training. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm just, my lower back hurts right now just listening to you. <laughs> I mean, they're very small, fine needles, if that makes you feel better, but it's not going to feel great. No, it does not make me feel better. <laughs> well, I think that maybe is that's why I've heard of the Prosperity Mountain. I'm not sure, but that's your forehead. So ideally, it should be gently curved, round, high, even slightly protruding. Oh, 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 I know what that is. It's not your, your eyebrow bone. So from your scalp about like an inch down you know how your yeah. skull like it goes out a little bit and then it's kind of flat for your forehead yes that 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 slope right there in between your brow bone and your scalp that's what they mean when they say it's protruding a little bit because okay Don't maybe else foreheads no. round out no i know about this because i've Seeing a lot of like fat grafts. I like I like watching plastic surgery before and afters. And okay. that's that's a really common place to get filler because people have Oh. I didn't know this, and now that I know there's a connection between a lot of physiognomy characteristics and plastic surgery, if you go back and look at like things you see people in Korea getting plastic surgery for, it will make a lot of sense. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't think I mean, I guess I do have a slightly protruding forehead. It's just that that dent just kind of shows up when I furrow my brow. Like, it's not the actual dent between my brows. It's, like, a little above that. But Yeah, it, I'll send it to you because it's a common area. When I was watching, like, before and afters, I never thought of this area of your forehead. Like, I didn't know anyone would do that to their forehead or have a reason to. Yeah. But I'm sending you a before and after side by side i'm gonna bookmark it because i might put that up as well but more than her face i mean uh, she's done more on her face but the side by side you can see her forehead what they did in her forehead as far as fillers huh okay okay you should have it in a second oh god what is this face (laughs) oh god Oh, are you looking at the yes. Pinterest? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh my, what in the world of... I Y'all. told you I was disturbed. Y'all. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. Whatever. I don't know the context of it because I didn't I don't read either. what it was. I just saw it and was like, Natalie needs to suffer as well as like <laughs> alongside me. exists you can purchase this print for 53 dollars we're not <laughs> no thanks that's highly disturbing and i would rather not what the fuck are their noses i don't know i <sighs> thick noses god okay anyway did you see the one i said yes so you see her forehead and it's more full in that middle uh, section okay. of the forehead yeah 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 so I've actually seen a lot of girls get 
fillers in that area. And I never knew why it was such a big deal to have filler there. But now that makes a lot of sense because that's considered a good trait. And even if Koreans aren't specifically following this practice, it, plastic surgery has been tied to it. So it's definitely influenced. Yeah, and it, yeah, exactly. So like, like, I think a lot of things kind of are tied to class like Mm -hmm. beauty standards like you know part of this is definitely westernization but lighter skin is seen as like prettier because i think traditionally like this was even before western influence if you were poor you were out in the sun working you would get dark skin but if you're rich you get to live in your pretty mansions and yeah so well from a lot of people i've talked to it's really not westernization necessarily that's given Korea in particular these kinds of beauty standards it's just that it reinforced them yeah that's that's what i mean like it, it, this was obviously before westernization it's yeah. just like now you know you have this oppressive power but you know people still see it as a form of power like you know whiteness saying yeah light skin is good so you're like yes light skin is good yeah it's kind of like confirmation bias i think yeah so her root of her nose particularly this girl is higher than mine i think so i do know that there are natural high noses in so do you mean higher as in like higher up on the face or higher as in taller no taller okay like, do you see her, the root of her nose, like, in, in between the eyes? Yeah. Yeah, I think hers is higher than mine, so that is interesting to look at. Yeah, I think I have a non-existent root, so, like... <laughs> yeah, well, look, her, she's had cheeks cheek fillers. So when we're talking about the cheeks, it's that, like, look at your nose and go immediately lateral with that. See, so hers was flat, her cheek was flat, and now it's rounded and soft. Do you see it? Kind of. I don't think the profile view is... Yeah, like, the profile view doesn't make it as obvious. I think if they had it three quarters, you would see that a little more. But anyway, I'm not not judging this photo for that. (laughs) Well, we're just looking at it as insofar as comparing it to these particular standards. Which is really weird now, because now I'm going to be spending the next hours after we hang up looking up <laughs> this, this is what i do with my i enjoy this stuff but yeah there are definite terms i saw this graphic there's a beauty something called a beauty beak this is the forehead an m forehead That's, a square a beauty forehead beak does not sound beautiful it's it's a widow's it's a widow's peak oh i yeah. have that i remember so, yeah i remember my aunt was like oh, oh my god like, she she's like oh you have like the same peak as your dad it's so pretty and i'm like I literally do not care. (laughs) It's considered really, really beautiful, but it also means that you're stubborn and rebellious and you have problems managing wealth. Yeah. (laughs) So if you're beautiful, you're also those things. That's not true for my dad, though. He's very good at managing wealth. Mm. I am not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't... What is my forehead? I don't... I don't think these particular in this particular graphic my forehead is covered yeah no i'm sad give me my forehead 
but yeah, there's a wide forehead and saw line forehead. Uh, and it says poor affinity with parents. I don't think that affinity is <laughs> a poor affinity for parents, but even that doesn't make sense. So whatever, poor relationship with parents. <laughs> <laughs> there is, uh, so like in the eyes, there's one white eye. Oh no. What? The one eye, one white eye. That's when your eyes, like your pupils and stuff are a little closer together. So you, it looks like you have one eye. So the whites of your eyes are only showing on the outside. Kind of like being cross-eyed. You need to send the picture because I, I do not understand what that, uh, what that translates to. Okay. You haven't seen when you look at someone and you think they're cross-eyed or like they're, they look like they're almost cross-eyed. Yeah. That's what it is. It's not good for your health, especially your heart. So I was like, oh, no. Well, I mean, I was, I used to like cross my eyes, like, you know, to make silly faces and stuff. And my mom would always tell me to stop. But she was worried, like, it would actually affect my eyesight because I'm literally straining my eyes to get them to do that. But I don't know. My parents were also worried about that as well. I think that might just be, I don't know, actually. Yeah, but oh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for that. God. Okay, so there's a lower a lower three white eye. <laughs> a, okay. A, a peach blossom eye. Oh no. A what? Eye? A peach, peach blossom? blossom? Yeah, but listen to the description. It's considered charming. Success with the opposite sex. Beware only when cuts into and I don't see the rest of it. So, <laughs> so uh, That's if ominous. Your eyes, good luck, I can't help you. That's uh, so ominous. Oh, oh my God. Okay, I found my eyes, which are just called big eye. Thanks. <laughs> my big eyes mean, oh, it's really just one eye. My big eye means that I am innocent and capable of hiding my feelings. Ow. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Wait, what are my eyes then? I don't, I don't think they're, you don't have a lower three white eye. The lower three what white is- eye is just like the, okay, so one white eye was where your eyes are so close together that you only see the outside, so it creates one eye. Yeah, which definitely is not. It's rude. So <laughs> <laughs> the lower three white eye is that your, a white, the whites of your eyes show under your pupil. Which is associated with like evilness, I think. It, like I think you- so. Yeah. It just, you look more sinister. But you know what? I, I feel like there isn't a single picture of me in a long while that shows my normal eyes because I've been wearing colored contacts for years. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. So I don't actually know what my eyes look like. Let me, okay. let me see. I'm going to go all the way yeah. down on my Instagram. That's where I was going to go with the pictures. <laughs> Like, you'll have to look at pictures of me when I still wear glasses. Oh, my God. I'm going to look. I'm going to label like our faces. You can no. <laughs> Where? Okay, no, I have to keep going down. Literally, literally years since I've. Nope, still going. Still going. Doesn't help that I ho- have a lot of pictures on my Instagram. Also, I'm squinting in like half my pictures because of the sun. Oh my god. I'm really good at taking selfies. 
failed to load. <laughs> what is your... I know yours. I love that we're literally taking time out of the podcast to like try and find a picture of my eye. <laughs> As if that's not the creepiest thing in the world. Why is it creepy? It's a little creepy. Why? Just because we're looking for a picture of my eyes. Okay. Hi, look at this July 2019 model picture. What? <laughs> Your caption, I tried to model, but A, I'm not a model. B, what is my hand doing? C, I have husky oh. fur all over my shirt. Oh, yes. I, that one. I don't think this current chart has it, to be honest. Have but an I option will... for colored contact eyes? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I will look it up later, and I'll send you your edited face. I will keep your face pro. Uh-huh. How long have you been reading faces? Two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm already so good at it. Yes. Proof that I am the most intelligent specimen of human <laughs> ever. Anyways. It's any fine. Quays? Did you just say any quays? I said any quays. Quays. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is the basics of it. You call things that indicates your your personality. There is there is one picture of me in my glasses, and I remember I remember why I was wearing glasses in that picture. This was in Iceland, and I have the type of contact lens case where. Like the solution that you use, it has hydrogen peroxide in it. Okay. So it disinfects. And then there's like a little disc in the case that neutralizes the the peroxide. So like when you put your contacts in, it doesn't sting your eyes. But because we were staying in a hostel and so we had very limited space. So my contact case kind of fell over. So the peroxide wasn't touching the disc. So it wasn't being neutralized. Mm. So when I tried to put my contacts in the next morning... My eyes burned. Yeah. So, so I had to wear my glasses for that day. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was great. It was great. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> I So there's a lot more that goes into it. Obviously, it's a practice from thousands and thousands of years that's been developed. But those are the basic tenets of it. And I feel like when we're talking about chronology, that it would be only fair to kind of look <laughs> at more Eastern practices as well. Wait, sorry, why is there a spot for hired help? I don't know. I truly do not know. I didn't do it. I'm not sure. I like it. But here we are. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, I... It's a thing. So, if anyone wants to look at anything specific... Let us know and I'll do it in the next episode. <laughs> Any of the three people who have talked to us. <laughs> Any of the three people who want Natalie to do the, their face reading. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> please please send us a message on Instagram. I Prop- need your faces. Only your faces. Oh, that doesn't sound creepy at all. It's not creepy. Oh, I just want to read them. I'm not going to break them or something. Hand over your faces is what she wants. <laughs> just a mold. It's fine. Just just your death mask. No big deal. Oh, 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 oh. There's, <laughs> there's no. OK, 
Okay, sorry. One last thing. There's a pearl lip, and it's a term for a lip that I think actually is kind of really pretty. Sometimes, but usually I don't understand it. It's pretty. It's called the pearl lip. Okay. Uh, in the top lip, in the middle, you know that those people who have like a protrusion there? E, a protrusion. Well, it it's in the shape. So like the upper lip in the middle, kind of bottom, it kind of uh, makes like a uh, U-shape. In the line like of the your lip. cupid's bow no it's on the bottom of the upper lip the, oh okay yes yeah so that's called a pearl lip it's it indicates effortless good fortune <laughs> great if only if only do i have that probably not i don't big surprise we're all surprised <laughs> i have a little bit apparently I if i like don't smile <laughs> Because when you smile, you stretch your lips out, right? Yeah. But there's so many things. Send me your faces and I'll tell you if you're going to be rich or not. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts, you probably end up more likely to be rich based on your face. I'm just saying. (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting how that goes. (laughs) So a little coincidence. Was there more face reading? I mean, there's a lot. It's there's a lot, but I think that's probably a good foundation. And if so, if we turn it into like a part two of chronology for the crazy stuff, and then the more fun stuff, we can do that as well. Or I can talk about this uh, times this is actually used or has been used <laughs> to nefarious purposes. That would also be fun. I'm not opposed. <laughs> <laughs> so would this not just be like the summary of that show the king's face if it kind was kind of <laughs> <laughs> or we can talk about like china is i can't say this is unique to china because we definitely have helen of troy but there are a few women in chinese folklore or history that have been like highly revered for their beauty mm-hmm. just that their perfect face or whatever so we could talk about that and that'd be okay i mean let us see how we compare it to the most beautiful woman in history yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) spoiler alert we are not up there (laughs) i'm sure we're beautiful to someone natalie oh no we are beautiful to someone but not the whole of china But if you use those face editing apps. Oh my. Oh God. Oh God. That's a fun. Oh, I'm going to do your face on that too. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. I'm so excited. Good luck to everyone on Instagram. I'm so excited. (laughs) I love playing with that app so much. It's so bad. Oh no. I have concerns. It's going to it's going to make my chin the longest fucking. It is, it is. Oh my god, I saw a picture the other day. Here's the problem: I follow some Korean some Korean celebrities who don't know that it's highly obvious. Yes, this girl. If you want your face to look small and delicate, and you shrink your head to make it look like that, maybe you should shrink also your body. So she looks like an absolute monster. She has oh, this no. tiny, tiny head. And then it looks like there's a, a man's body in comparison. I'm like, oh, listen, no. if you want your face to look small, you did the wrong part. 
it's so bad. Oh, dear. It's, guys, if you do face editing apps, you might feel good for one picture, but it will only look good maybe in one picture because then you have to do it to every single picture and no one else can take pictures of you because it will immediately show that you have been editing your face. Yeah, just love yourself the way that you are. Or have plastic surgery. That's an option, too. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> it's also a lot more expensive than just loving yourself the way you are. It is. I I don't want to bash on anyone who has insecurities, but, like, you're going to make it significantly worse by doing these kinds of things because now every single picture of you that you don't edit is going to look horrendous to you. Yeah, and also looking at yourself in the mirror and seeing that it doesn't look like your edited pictures, that's going to do a number on your self-esteem well, as well. Well, that's actually why I don't wear... I used to wear circle lenses. Oh, yeah, you told me. Yeah, so the minute they... The minute I started preferring those eyes to my eyes, I was like, well, that's the end of that. No more of that shit. Here, I mean, look at... The, I sent you the picture of her editing her head to look small. Like, it's not... It does not even look real at all. <laughs> I definitely prefer my face when I have lash extensions on. So, I mean, there is that. But also, I'm so lazy with the upkeep of my lash extensions that half the time I don't really have <laughs> lash extensions on anymore. I mean, it, it, what, it's, your, it's your own comfort. But oh my god, yeah. it does look really funny. Yeah, yeah. Not and even... Like, I'm sure she's pretty enough as... She like, is. Like, conventionally. She is. That's what I don't understand. Like, she's gorgeous. Yeah. Well, you know, insane beauty standards and all that. Yeah. But genuinely, she is gorgeous. And she is. She was in a group that I liked. And she acts now. So I just, like, happened uh. upon this picture. And I, I kept it or bookmarked it because I was showing uh, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> because Emma has to put up with me playing with my face on that app and I also played with her face on the app I remember you sent me a picture it, yeah. it made her jaw so long <laughs> I was very confused algorithm what happened I don't know all I did was take all of the um, places you could edit and moved it to the most extreme of course you did Yes. I just wanted to see what it would do. Like, how much would it take for me to be pretty? Let's see. All the pretty. Give me all the pretty. Maximum pretty. Yes. Oh, man. Anywho, I think we have gotten very off topic. Well, yeah. not very off topic. On we, topic, we off fun. topic. Yeah. We, we moved on to fun applications of facial reconstruction. <laughs> Digital facial reconstruction. <laughs> Digi- <laughs> I sent you a picture of what she looked like in real life, by the way. Uh, well, I mean, like, without... As no, much I'm just editing. trying to find the tab. Because I have about 50,000 <laughs> tabs open. But yeah, she's totally adorable in real life. Exactly. So, I don't know. These apps are nuts. Yeah. Just love yourself. Or get plastic surgery. But mostly just love yourself. <laughs> yes, yes. And try to love your faces and your body as much as you can as is. It will give you the least amount of stress. <laughs> That's true, yeah. But I and say the least, try. Least amount of financial stress as well. For real. 
Okay. Anywho. Yeah. I think that's it. Is we that it? it? Is yeah. that yeah? Face meeting. Face. We're we're average. We're <laughs> average. I'll be poor. Every, everything kind of balanced out. <laughs> yeah. In a way. <laughs> I actually have really good facial symmetry from the vertically, which is really nice. Which I learned in beauty college, so that's fun. I don't think I do. Um. But. Like, the, I don't think the, it's noticeable, so who cares? <laughs> the most quote-unquote beauty stand... Well, it's like a golden rule thing. Like a golden it's ratio. Symmetry. Oh. Well, yeah. It, it's golden ratio. So the top of your hairline to the nose root, the nose root to the tip of the nose, the tip of the nose to your chin. So we'll just throw the golden ratio onto one of my pictures. <laughs> yeah, mine and is. We'll off see if that works. Bit. My face would be quote unquote perfect if my nose was a little bit longer. Uh, but that's the only imbalance in my face vertically. Apparently, I have no chin, but. <laughs> <laughs> my forehead and my tip of the nose to my chin are exactly the same length. It, again, just that middle section of my face is smaller. I have no chin. We'll just we'll just go with that. We'll see. Anyway, Natalie, your social media. <laughs> you can find me at some kind of brown or kind of Natalie on Twitter and Instagram. Mostly Instagram. And it is still a challenge for all of you to see if you can find me on Instagram. But otherwise, <laughs> you can find this podcast on Instagram at Forensic Friends Podcast. I don't know why I dragged that out weirdly. I think my mouth got really dry. <laughs> um, and then forensic fiends is on twitter but like we don't really use the twitter so yeah it's there you can still find me on the several tangents twitter i'm i mean posting about as much as i normally post which is sporadically but um, <laughs> yeah that is my other podcast which is on hiatus right now until i figure out what to do with it but yeah i think that's it yep yay we'll actually say goodbye to you this time <laughs> I don't remember how much I don't remember how much I left them there. I think just out of without your part, it made no sense, so I took it all out. But well, I ended. I thought we were done. She's like, "Okay, we're done," and I was like, "Yeah." And I ended my recording. So you were too you fast. Hang up on Shelly. I just ended the recording. No, otherwise I would have just been talking to air. <laughs> I just want everyone to know I didn't hang up on you. Just no, you hung recording. up on the recording. Yes. <laughs> I hung up on all of you on accident. Did you, though? Mostly accident. But we're done. <laughs> okay, we're done. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>